You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation. Eddie Kingston joins Paul White and Tony Schiavone on commentary. And Paul White is wearing a t-shirt that says, uh, Vaxxed and Waxed Hot Boy Summer. It's a wingman's shirt. He said he lost the bet, so he has to wear the shirt. First match of the night, Red Velvet defeated Angelica Risk, making her debut. Velvet wins with the final slice pretty easily here. Uh, Risk didn't get much attention until she just starts twerking in the middle of the ring. That got a nice reaction out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Lee Johnson defeated Marcus Cross easily with the Brain Dog. After the match, Miro came out, congratulated Johnson, but warned him that he can't take what's his. And in Jacksonville, at homecoming, where Johnson's career started, it's where it will end. And that's the word of the Redeemer. We get this uh, video package about Chris Statlander. She talks about how since she's been back, she's faster, she's more powerful, she's more galactic. And now it's time for her to become AEW Women's Champion. She then hypes up the best friends as one of the best fa- the best factions in the world. And we go to Chris Statlander with a record of 12-0, defeated Ashley Dumbois with the Big Bang Theory. Old school NWA commentary, uh, commentator David, uh, David Crockett joined on commentary here. And uh, Tony Schiavone was happy to be reunited with him. They used to do commentary back for WCW back in the 80s. Statlander got a big pop here. And then Shivani asks Kingston if he has any best friends. And he mentions Homicide. He mentions John Moxley. But surprisingly, he does not mention Pentagon. So ever since Ray Phoenix came back, this whole um, Penta and Kingston friendship just disappeared. Match number four, Aaron Solo still without a W. With Nick Camarado defeated Rosario Grillo and Hunter Knott. QT Marshall's on commentary here. Camarado look crazy strong as always here. But Solo gets the pin after an assisted double stomp to his face and the pin on Knott. Yuka Sakazaki defeated Danny Jordan with a modified airplane spin. Uh, maneuver here. Jordan actually tried to stop her from doing the magical girl splash, but Sakazaki does get the win here. And the main event, Darby Allen with a record of 15 and 2, accompanied by Sting, defeated Bear Bronson with a record of 9 and 12 after two coffin drops, one off the ropes, one off the top rope. And, uh, even at one point, Bear Boulder and Sting had a face off outside of the ring. AW Dark. 
episode 100, monumental episode here, starts with Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Wheeler Utah defeated the wingmen, Ryan Nemeth, JD Drake, and Cesar Bononi. Uh, Utah pins Drake with a crucifix after the match. Peter Avalon tried to attack Utah, but he gets taken out by Taylor and Cassidy. Pac defeated Jack Evans. This is actually a really good match here. Longest match of the show here. A little over eight minutes. He wins by submission with the Brutalizer. And after the match, Andrade, Chavo, and their assistant come out. They tease coming into the ring to confront the Death Triangle. But right at the very last minute, they have second thoughts and they leave to booze from the crowd. We get a promo backstage from Red Velvet, who says that now she's that she's in the top five. She's setting her sights on Britt Baker and the women's title. So I like how they've been doing on dark promos from Velvet, from Chris Statlander, just hyping up some different women to fight Britt Baker. So hopefully they will have their matches soon. Another woman that should have her match soon, Ty Conti, with a record of 19-3, and number two in the women's division, defeated Kenzie Page very easily here with the DD tie. Uh, Kenzie Page is her first match in AEW since October 2020. She's recently been in NWA, which we'll talk about in a bit. Sean Spears and Warlow defeated Sean Dean and Fuego Do Sol, Jake Hager on commentary. So Warlow pins Fuego after hitting the F10, and he makes sure that Hager was watching. Hikaru Shida defeated Maddie Max making her debut here. Uh, Max has wrestled for Shine Wrestling. She's done NWA. She even appeared on Monday Night Raw. But Sheeta does get the win here with the Katana. Lucha Brothers defeated Chaos Project, Penta Pinster Pentacle after the Stomp Fear Factor combo. The acclaimed Matt Hardy and The Blade defeated the Varsity Blondes and Matt and Mike Seidel. So on the re-upload version of YouTube that I saw, the match starts right Right when the match starts, they, there's no entrances or anything. But if you're able to catch the original version, um, and it might still be out there, you might have seen Max Caster's freestyle. Uh, I won't get too much into it, but there is a little bit of controversy. Um, he does mention Simone Biles, the Duke Lacrosse team, PCR tests, and a whole bunch of other things that got the internet pretty upset about it. Uh, it has been reported that Tony Khan will not be doing editing on AW Dark and Elevation. So it should be interesting if we're going to see less commentary botches and just botches in general now that the boss is watching. But for the match itself, Matt Hardy pins Mike Seidel after the bunny distracts the referee on the apron. The blade hits Seidel with a pair of brass knuckles. After the match, the Hardy family office kept attacking the Seidels after, until the Jurassic Express came out, chased them all out, leaving the Varsity Blondes and the Acclaim alone to the ring, and the Blondes take them out. Layla Hirsch defeated Diamante. Uh, the bunny comes out again in this match. This time she throws a chair in the ring, distracting Layla Hirsch before their match on Dynamite. And as Diamante tries to pick up the chair, Big Swole comes out and and uh, snatches it from her. So this causes Layla Hirsch to hit a knee strike, a German suplex, and the arm bar for the submission win. And after the match, Big Swole and Diamante battle all the way to the back, so their feud does not end. John Moxley defeated Brick Allridge with a rear naked chokehold. Interesting note here, when Moxley came out, his uh, entrance music was muted in a way where you could only hit a commentary. Um, so that's probably because of copyright YouTube reasons. But he does win the match here. Penelope Ford defeated Rika Tahaka by submission with a bridge deathlock. We get a quick segment with... Uh, Smart Mark Sterling and Jay Cargill will come out. They complain that the fans have not been given any good suggestions on Twitter at all, but they do announce they did sign a new sponsorship with Knocking Point Winery, who I did check out, and they do have a lot of wrestling-themed wines, including one from Stephen Amell. Uh, and then they talk trash about the fans, and Jade says, I'm that bitch. And the main event, Eddie Kingston defeated Dante Martin. Dante was actually accompanied by Darius first time he showed his face since being injured here. But Eddie Kingston does win with the Hurricane spin and back fist. We go to NWA Power Champion Series. Round one continues. And the first match, the aforementioned Kenzie Page defeated Lady Frost with a roll-up. Uh, Lady Frost was showboating a little bit too much. She wasn't paying attention. She had the match one. She kept pulling her up. And this causes Kenzie to roll her up for the win. And this puts Camille and Idol at 10 points. 
We go to the Mystery Man versus Crimson. This actually ends in a time limit draw after it looked like the Mystery Man match, uh, the Mystery Mask Man had won, but the time did run out. Jeremiah Plunkett defeated Colby Carino, Jordan Clearwater, and Sal Renaro. Now, these are all four alternates from four teams. Uh, Plunkett does pin Carino after a DDT, so this gives Aldis and Molina's team seven extra points, but it costs Pope and Velvet's seven points as well, leaving that bracket at nine points each. Tyrus defeated Kratos with a big elbow drop, putting Aaron Stevens and Taryn Terrell at 10 points. But Camille and Austin Idol surpassed them in round one due to the rules being if teams are tied, it it's a team that won with the less amount of time. So that would be Camille and Austin Idol. So they advanced to the second round. And Jack Stane defeated Slice Boogie with a big clothesline, giving Pope and Velvet Sky 14 points, beating Nick Aldis and Molina to advance to round one. So next week it will be those two teams of the Pope and Velvet Sky versus Camille and Austin Idol's teams. We go to NXT UK, starts with Jordan Devlin defeating Tristan Archer with the devil inside. After the match, Devlin says that A-Kid's career will be over once he's done with him in the Iron Man match. A-Kid comes out to the ring in crutches, but Devlin kicks away the crutches, only for A-Kid to reveal that he didn't need them at all, and he starts attacking Devlin, saying he's fully recovered. Now for the 30-minute Iron Man match will be next week. We go to the women's locker room where Michael Satomura comes in and addresses the entire division, asking who will be the next one to step up and challenge her. That prompts all the women to get in each other's faces to Mako's delight who smiles as she walks away. Ginny defeated the Eva Valkyrie with a rolling light kick after multiple distractions and a little bit of help from Joseph Connors. Stevie Turner defeated Aaliyah James with a rope assisted flatliner. We go backstage where we see Dave Mastiff and Jack Starrs training in the PC, preparing for their tag team match. So Mastiff has pretty much taken the spot that Piper Niven has before she left to become Dewdrop. And the main event, Mustache Mountain defeated Symbiosis, the team of Primate and T-Bone. Tyler Bay pins Primate with an assisted burning hammer. After the match, Pretty Deadly come out and stare down Mustache Mountain, so that should be their next possible challengers. 205 Live, Eichmann Jiro defeated Grayson Waller with an Enziguri. And Drake Maverick defeated Asher Hale with a slice bread. This is actually Drake Maverick's first match on 205 Live since January. Um, so now he goes back to his old music, or maybe it's new music, but it's not the same one he had with Killian Dane. And interesting note, Drake Maverick stays undefeated on 205 Live. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, we go to the Tag Team Turbulence Finals. But the first match is Bateman defeated Kevin Knight with a Tombstone Piledriver. Adrian Quest, Fred Rosser, and Carl Fredericks defeated the team of Mysterioso and the West Coast Wrecking Crew with Fredericks pinning Mysterioso. And in the main event, the Good Brothers defeated Brody King and Chris Dickinson, representing Violence Unlimited. Carl Anderson pins Dickinson after they hit the Magic Killer to win the Tag Team Turbulence Tournament. So they're presented with these golden trophies. And after the match, they cut a promo where they say that they want the IWGP Tag Team Championships and they are coming to get them. We go to Ring of Honor, where it's the first round of the Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, Ian Riccoboni, Lenny Leonard joins commentary here, as well as Chelsea Green. And they do announce that the finals of this Women's Championship Tournament for the new Women's Championship will be at Death Before Dishonor. Miranda Alizé defeated Alex Gracia with a drive-by kick. Uh, Alizé, you might remember her from the Mae Young Classic. She comes out of the Booker T's Reality Wrestling School as well. And Alex Gracia has been featured in Shine Wrestling as well as AEW. Now, a lot of these qualifying matches took place on their Wednesday shows, the Women's Wednesdays, um, as well as some of their other YouTube content. So it's good to see that they actually get the Ring of Honor spotlight on TV. Match number two, Nicole Savoy defeated Maserati with the half-dragon bridge suplex. And the main event, Roxy defeated Sumi Sakai with a roll-up to a surprising upset here. On main event, we have Jackson Riker defeated Drew Gulak. And Angel Garza defeated Umberto Carrillo. And the WWE Network Editions of the Week, Progress Chapter 116, as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. 
Um, that is it for this week as far as Shot in the Dark, but there will be a lot of shows coming on postwrestling.com that I will be covering this month, um, including the new GCW show, which is this Saturday. Ring of Honor has two shows at the end of the month out of Philly. NWA has the Empower show as well as the 73rd anniversary show. Um, I won't be covering New Japan Pro Wrestling strong, but that is a show I would definitely be watching for the Resurgence show. Uh, Triple Mania is that day, so I know that the Up Next guys will be doing a Twitch watch along for that. And uh, there is a Northeast Wrestling show happening that same Saturday, the 14th, which I will be at, which is uh, nearby here in Poughkeepsie, which has a lot of AEW stars uh, there. Uh, Sammy Guerrero, uh, Ty Conti, Cody Rhodes, big show, just to name a few. Um, but that is just a little bit of what's happening this month, as well as MLW should be returning back soon this month with their Azteca Underground miniseries. And it just was announced that Impact Wrestling will move their shows from Twitch to their YouTube monthly subscription, which I'm actually very excited about because it was pretty difficult with their streaming issues and buffering issues to try to cover that show on a weekly basis for Impact. So starting this week, they will be on YouTube, so I'm happy to hear that. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.